Lecture topic: The means of salvation from fitna. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadhi aladhi nastafa. Amma baadu faaudu billahi min al-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أملك عليك لسانك وليسعك بيتك وابكي على خطيئتك أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most respected on the mic, Iran, brothers and elders. Hazrat Uqba bin Amir radiallahu ta'ala'an He Hazrat Uqba bin Amir radiallahu ta'ala'an he once asked Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam a question. Person asks about things that he is very concerned about. We generally ask questions also depending what is our concern at that time. Somebody's concern is about how to pass an examination, so he'll ask about that. Sometimes a person doesn't have that help that he can give someone in terms of how to pass that examination in terms of any tips because he doesn't know the subject but yet he asks for something from that person also he asks him for dua please make dua that I pass my examination so he's asking for something but asking what concerns him he wants to pass the exams so he's asking for something he's asking for some direction some guidance sometimes in his business in his family matters Anything that concerns a person, he'll ask. And depending on how important that matter is, that is how much of importance he'll give that question. So Sahaba Ikram used to ask a lot of things. Huzaifa bin Yaman, another very prominent Sahabi, he says, I used to ask Nabi about the sharr, about the evils, about the fitnas that would come. Out of concern and fear that this mustn't come and get hold of me. So I used to inquire about it. So that by asking about it and asking what are the signs of it and what is the way to protect oneself from it, I can inshallah steer myself away from the path of these things. And I can save myself from it. So likewise this is a question of the Uqba bin Amir radiallahu ta'ala an. He asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam man najat that what is the means of salvation salvation from what? from the fitnas that engulf a person and cause his dunya and akhirat to get destroyed now this was his concern and this is to be the concern of every person, every mu'min that what is the means of salvation, safety from all the fitnas that will engulf a person and destroy his dunya and destroy his akhirat. 
We are presently in that time of the year when people get very concerned about their physical safety, about their security. You'll find people advising one another, please beware if you are going in a certain area, things are very dangerous there. There's a lot of pickpocketing happening there. People are getting hijacked and robbed. And this is a time when things escalate. So beware of where you go and how you go. So therefore that too is fine. We have to advise one another of things that will help one another. How to save oneself from any harm by all means. But that is quite a great concern in our hearts. So therefore we will advise, we will ask also, I'm going to a certain place, everything is fine. We'll phone somebody on that end. Our children will repeatedly advise them and will guide them that, look, this is a very dangerous time. So don't venture into certain areas, don't go into certain places. All these things are part of the concern. Now all these things are in its place. But sooner or later, one day we all have to leave this dunya and move on. So when this world and the stay in this world is a very, very temporary one, and the everlasting akhirat is ahead of us. So the greater concern, the concern for the safety of dunya is in its place. And a person should take care of himself, take care of his things. But the greater concern is for what is going to be the perpetual life of akhirat. And if a person gets engulfed in the fitnas that surround people in this dunya, then his dunya will also become a very big problem. That is also a problem. But the bigger problem is that his akhirat will get jeopardized. So Uqbah bin Amir this was the question he asked because of this concern. And this is to become the biggest concern of every mu'min. That how can he protect himself from the fitnas? Because fitnas when they come and they abound, then before a person knows it, when the tsunami comes, it sweeps a person, he doesn't even know where he got swept. And at that time, he has sometimes no strength to do anything. He just gets swept by the tide. Unfortunately, we are living in such times, where the fitnas abound. And then, when it comes to this time of the year, where there's a very, very lax atmosphere, people are in a very casual mood and it's holiday mood and people want to take everything very easy so in taking things very easy we take our deen also very easy meaning the things that we were very conscious about very careful about very concerned to make sure we are doing it right or we are in the right place we are in the right company but when it comes so called holiday time then everything is free fall and this is the time when the fitnas then come as a tsunami. And by the time that holiday has finished off, sometimes a person doesn't even know where he is. Many a person has lost his iman. Many a person has lost his haya. Many a person has lost his family. Many a person has lost what not. So Uqbah bin Amir radiallahu ta'ala he asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa the question, Man Najat. And what was this referring to? how to save oneself in the time of fitna and as the days go closer to Qiyamah the fitnas are escalating and the pace at which they are coming and this is all foretold to us by Rasulullah sallallahu in hadith when Nabi sallallahu described how the fitnas will abound closer to as the time gets closer to Qiyamah 
in one hadith Nabi Salaam gives an example like a string of beads like we can understand it now it is tied together so it's all in one string tied together but if you cut that string at one point it just falls loose I mean it falls loose all the beads just fall one after the other because nothing holding it together so just as those beads nothing then holds it it just comes one falls the next is behind it the second falls the third is behind it likewise the fitnas will just come one after the other we are living in that kind of time so the concern that Uqba bin Amir had in that golden era whereas that was a very protected time we should be having a million times more concern in any case the details of what the fitnas are and how they come and what is the situation that is all a very detailed topic but the solution and the protection that Nabi Wasallam provided in this Hadith Sharif if we hold on to this then even if we don't know the details about things this will suffice for us because knowing all the details and all the statistics this is the common thing about how things happen in dunya generally that there's an issue then there's a lot of statistics a lot of detailed information a lot of analysis a lot of uh, research but then what's the solution and how is the person going to get saved from it that is sometimes a secondary matter whereas that's the most important thing how to save oneself so Nabi Islam gave three very very basic very simple prescriptions but that is where the beauty of all this is that the effect of it is in the simplicity and unfortunately that is where we get deceived sometimes that we get deceived that because something seems very simple, very basic, we take it for granted. Whereas that's the beauty of our deen. That we need to have, hold fast onto all the basics that will take care of everything. person holds on to the basics that will take care of the bigger things. But we are looking for very fancy solutions. We are looking for something that is very complicated. The basic things are what the solutions are in. So Rasulullah gave him three points, three aspects that look you hold on to this. Can you imagine the question, Man Najat, how does a person save himself from the fitnas? It's not a small question. It's a very big question. Every good about dunya and akhirat is encompassed in this. And the protection of every problem and difficulty of dunya and akhirat is in this. Very comprehensive question. So now in the light of this, keeping this in mind, how comprehensive this question is and how important it is, how fundamental it is. In the light of that, to appreciate the answer. And the answer Rasulullah gave three things, just three things. And three things that won't cost one cent. Three things which will in fact save, forget cents, many rands and pounds. Three things that don't take any effort. Actually, it saves a person from a lot of other efforts. So, three things. The first thing that Rasulullah said, Amlik alayka lisanak. Now, again, the point that was made that sometimes we get deceived, shaitan deceives us. That this is such a simple, straightforward thing. What's so great about this? But that's where the greatness is. Nabi Salaam says, Amlik alayka lisanak. Control your tongue. Control your tongue. What a question he asked. 
man najat and now this question the answer the first part of this answer amlik alayka lisanak you want to be safe from all the fitnas learn to control your tongue because this is becoming and this is the source of many many bigger fitnas then this is where so many things then go in a very negative direction and it becomes a means of so many big big problems our person wants to be safe from the fitnas now the thing is as we said it takes no effort it takes an effort to speak but to keep quiet what effort it takes but that is the ajeeb part of it that to keep quiet requires no effort for a person to keep his mouth closed there's no effort involved to open his mouth he has to move his jaws he has to say something he has to exert some energy and especially when a person is not well then he realizes how much energy gets exerted in speaking doctor says sorry you don't speak also because he's taking up too much of energy then a person realizes it takes energy to speak but unfortunately the problem becomes that the energy is required to speak not to speak but it becomes sometimes the hardest thing not to speak becomes the hardest thing for a person to just keep quiet that he just can't hold himself it becomes like impossible for him to say nothing whereas to say something requires effort but to say nothing becomes the most difficult task and because he couldn't just say nothing he had to say something he sometimes says the wrong thing he might sometimes not say what is wrong but how he says it is very wrong and as a result one thing leads to another the next thing there's one talaq has happened already the next thing then now there's one brothers have become strangers bosom friends from 50 years and 20 years suddenly have become enemies sometimes parents and children have broken up all over what some statements how deep this one advice is amlik alayka lisanak so learn that there are times to say nothing but that effort to say nothing sometimes all inside the heart is not on the jaws and that effort is inside there is an effort what you said is it's very very easy to keep the mouth closed but unfortunately we have to control the heart which we can't we haven't learned to do so now this is the first lesson the beast lesson gave that you want to be safe from fitnas and let's try it let's learn how to just keep quiet at times when there are things not in order just learn to keep quiet then think about it then maybe discuss it with somebody who might be able to advise us this is something that's becoming a little sensitive what do i do here how do i go about solving it how do i go about dealing with this matter and then sometimes we'll understand that how there's a simple solution to something but if we handled it the way we wanted it how we wanted to say it and how we thought that we will deal with the matter as we sometimes sometimes feel very great about it that i speak my mind but is my mind thinking the right things is my mind guiding me to say the right things so i'm speaking my mind but my mind is saying all the wrong things to me so what great is that what kind of achievement is that that i speak my mind i'm very happy about it that nobody can tell me what to say i speak my mind but is my mind in order is telling me the right things to say so the first thing nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam says amlik alayka lisanak person who learns to control his tongue he'll save himself from numerous issues 
and controlling the tongue now, the extension of the tongue. The extension of the tongue now, the fingers. What kind of messages he's sending? And then once it's sent, previously what he said, somebody will remember it, but the words fizzled out in the air. Now it's all saved in writing in black and white. So now it's even one step beyond. Let's control his fingers. And maybe control his voice notes also. Because previously it got lost in the air, but now it's all recorded. So, Amlik alayka lisanak. Control your tongue. Then the second aspect Nabi Islam mentioned, Wal Let your house, yet your home be sufficient for you. As mentioned that these are such simple advices, which don't take any effort. It takes an effort to go somewhere. It costs some money to go out somewhere. To sit in one's house doesn't cost anything. Doesn't take any effort. But that becomes the most difficult thing sometimes. But now when a person now ventures out, where does he go to? So now like in this kind of the, this type of the year, this time of the year, person says the whole world is outside. What must I do indoors? So I'm going to be outside as well. And outside where? Where all the fun is happening. That is the fitna, that F for fun is the same F for fitna. That same fun is not funny. A person only realizes it's not funny after he got trapped in that fitna. After somebody in his family got trapped in that fitna. And he realizes that fun wasn't funny. It was a disaster. And Nabi Islam is cautioning us, Let your home be sufficient for you. In one hadith sharif, Nabi Islam mentions about the times when fitnas will abound. That Al-Qa'imu khayrum min al-Sa'i or min al-Mashi or kama qala nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam person will be standing only in one spot he'll be still better off than the person who's walking Wal-Qa'idu khayrum min al-Qa'im and the person who's sitting will be better off than the person who's standing now what is this all about? somebody standing he's better off than the person walking and the person sitting is better off than the person standing it means that the fitnas will be so intense. The person who's standing in one place, he's still confined. If he's standing here, then at the most he'll see what's up to the wall. But the person walking, he also couldn't see something, but as soon as he turns the corner, you don't know what he might see. And what he might see might just grab him. person who's sitting, then he can see up to a certain height. If there's a window there, he can't see the window because he's under the window. But he's standing, he'll see outside the window, something passing there might grab his attention. And then further Nabi Islam highlights this very same point. The one who will peek at the fitna, it will grab him. Well, it's New Year's night now. So I also go to see what's happening outside. He wants to peek at the fitna. Say like just take a drive round at the you know I mean where, where all the fun is taking place. He wants to peek at the fitna. By the time he took that one drive down, his iman got drained out. All that taqwa got drained out. All that nudity that just now was abounding everywhere, it drained all his haya away. Allah forbid who else's attention it caught in whose heart what got stuck. And sometimes a person says he got stuck so deeply in the heart, he's making sajda that's still in the mind too. He's making sajda and he's supposed to be closest to Allah Ta'ala 
but he's closer still to that nudity. That's how badly it got stuck. That's a fitna. Now that fitna got so deeply stuck in his heart, he was making one paratilawat every day. Now he can't bring himself to recite one ayat also. The fitna engulfed the heart. So the darkness came in so deeply that all the light is all extinguished now. The nur of iman is all gone dead. So man istashrafa laha tastashrifu. The one who will peek at the fitna will grab him. Now what is the lesson in all this? To stay far away from such environments where all these fitnas abound. All the so-called fun taking place. Because when the fitna engulfs somebody, then only he realized it wasn't funny. It was very, very serious. And we don't want to learn the hard way. When somebody is now wanting to go somewhere, he doesn't take the shortcut because the shortcut is very dangerous. He rather go the long cut. Because he doesn't want to be sorry later. He says, better, be to, better to be safe than sorry. We understand all these policies and all these philosophies for our dunya, for our physical safety. It all means we must protect ourselves. But how much more important that applies to our iman, to our deen, to our taqwa. Because at one day, one moment, Allah knows best before tonight, after tonight. We don't know how long we're still around. One day we're going to leave everything and go away. But then we are going to be in the perpetual life of Akhirat. That is what's going to matter then most. And the only thing that will matter then is our Iman and Amal. So then this is what is going to be of utmost importance to us. So the first thing he mentioned, Amlik alayka lisanak. Control your tongue. Second aspect, Wal baytuk. Let your home be sufficient to you. And nevertheless on that point, let the home not become the place of fitna. That one is outdoors, the fitna abounding, and the person bought the fitna indoors. Brought all the fitna indoors just in the palm of his hand. On that one screen. On what other, Allah knows best, how else. Then whether indoors or outdoors, he's still caught up in fitna. And Allah forbid sometimes get caught in worse fitna. So it's a matter of keeping the place fitna safe. And nowadays, one of the biggest, and in fact, almost the biggest tool of fitna is this, thing that has come into our little hands, that little device that has come into the palm of the hand, that smartphone, that is the smart tool of shaitan. How to trap anyone and everyone. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. And Nabi Islam then says the last thing, the last prescription in this particular Hadith Sharif, وَبْكِ ala khati'atik, That cry over your sins. We have cried over many many things. We've cried over some loss of dunya. We've cried over some marital issue, we've cried over some domestic problem, we've cried over anything else. How often have we cried over the mistakes we've made, the sins we've committed, what wrong we've done in terms of the rights of Allah, what we have transgressed in terms of the laws of Allah with regards to the rights of people. Have we cried over this and begged Allah's forgiveness? And the person who will keep crying over his sins, he'll become concerned and conscious about not overstepping the mark. But now he's becoming very worried. These sins are very dangerous. And this will topple dunya and topple akhirat also. So therefore he has to keep cleansing. Yeah, insan. Insan is insan. He's weak. And despite his best efforts, he might he's prone to slip somewhere. So now he has to keep asking for forgiveness and begging Allah Ta'ala's mercy and forgiveness so that he keeps cleaning his heart out of the effects of that sin keeps keeping his life clear of that sin and keeping himself safe 
from the difficulties that are drawn down by sin, that the azab that comes in different forms, it rains down upon the heart of a person and it turns his heart upside down. All the good that is gone, he has no inclination towards righteousness. The only thing he is now inclined to is towards fulfilling his desires. Come what may, however it be, no matter what happens, that becomes the end result of continuously engaging in sin. This is what's mentioned in one hadith of Muslim Sharif. That illa ma ushriba min hawa, that the heart turns upside down, his only concern is how to fulfill his desires then. Halal haram doesn't mean anything to him. Illicit and illegitimate doesn't mean anything to him. How to save oneself from that? How to become conscious about all this? The person who will cry over his sins, Allah Ta'ala will save him from all this. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq, the very simple prescription Rasulullah gave us. The three aspects, amlik alayka lisanak, control your tongue, let your home be sufficient for you, wabki ala khati'atik. And cry over your sins. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillah.